are Joe about Hate Street. This is Fieldpot.com, the week in Georgia, in English, coming to you from at long last, overlooking the wiggle in sunny San Francisco, lower hate. Today's Thursday, the 13th of September, on this date, in 533, Byzantine forces undertook, uh, sorry, under General Belisarius, defeated the Vandals at the Battle of Adesimum outside of Carthage. The victory is the beginning of the Emperor. Julius the first successes in regaining the west of the Roman Empire. Twelve twenty nine, Ogedei Khan, Genghis's son, is made Khanid of the Mughal Empire. Under his rule, the empire spreads across Persia into Georgia and Armenia, among a lot of other places. Fourteen thirty seven, the Portuguese expeditionary force begins an ultimately unsuccessful attempt to seize Tangier from the Marinids. 1743, in Great Britain, Austria, and the Kingdom of Sardinia signed the Treaty of Worms, forming a political alliance that the British hoped would reduce French influence on the Holy Roman Emperor Charles VII and resolve disagreement between him, Maria Theresa of Hungary, and King Charles Emmanuel III of Sardinia. 1922, the Great Fire of Smyrna, now Izmir, begins destroying the Greek and Armenian quarters of the city, exile and killing thousands, ending the Greco-Turkish War. 1971, New York State police and prison officials storm Attica Prison in response to the inmate uprising after four days of rioting. 43 people are killed, mainly inmates, mostly by police. Birthdays are 1087 John Komenos, greatest of the Komenian empires, sorry, emperors. 1946, Khashuri-born swimmer Henry Kuprashvili, known for breaking the Guinness Book of World Records uh, by swimming the Dardanelles with his hands and feet bound. In the Colchian style, which was a swimming style used for training um, of uh, soldiers in the Georgian army. And 1996, the American mumble rapper Playboy Carty. I'm your host, Mark Wellen. If you'd like to comment on the forum or ask a question, go to tabilpod.com or send us an email at tabilpod at gmail.com. The Interim Parliamentary Commission investigating the December 2017 murder of two boys on Tbilisi's Khorava Street finished its work on the 5th of September after three months of investigation. European Georgia, the majority of the commission, presented the committee's conclusion at the final meeting of the commission. Otsneba also sub- submitted their conclusion, but the European Georgia version obtained nine votes to Otsneba's four. They submitted 32 recommendations, including that witness Mikhail Kalandia be criminally prosecuted for his participation in the murder of David Saralidze, and that Kalandia's uncle, Mirza Subeliani, a former employee of the prosecutor's office, be investigated for potentially orchestrating a cover-up to protect his family members. European Georgia document also claims that Kalandia was actively involved in the conflict and held a yet unidentified object that could have been a murder weapon. Previous reports had him as a bystander. They also call for the resignation of the case investigators, prosecutors, Interior Minister Georgi Gacharia, and Justice Minister Teatsalukiani. They have given the Interior Ministry one, a one-month deadline to report back on progress, implementing the Commission's recommendations. The Otsneba draft of committee recommendations blame not individual officials, but, and I quote, the flawed system of investigation, end quote, which does not allow for, quote, a clear division of prosecutorial and investigative functions, end quote, for any problems with the case, they said that there was no evidence the case, quote, was obstructed on political grounds or by any of the state agencies, end quote, and that while there were investigations about Kalandia's, there were questions about Kalandia's involvement, the commission could not compel an investigation. In other words, mistakes were made. 
Shortly after the commission results were made public, Zaza Saralidze, whose son David was killed, announced that Otsneba was protecting those who murdered my son and who falsified the investigation. He also called on protests uh, to resume beginning on the 10th. Saralidze uh, led some very large protests in Tbilisi in May and June after the authorities announced that no one would be directly charged with David's murder. When Saralidze at the protest on the 10th, um, with Saralidze at the protest on the 10th was Malha's Machalikashvili, uh, whose son Tamerlane was killed by the state security services in late 2017 during the counter-terrorist operation in the Pankizi Gorge. Machalikashvili maintains that his son was innocent. Saralidze announced that he was going on a hunger strike until his demands that the government should resign, provisional government should be appointed, and discussions over SNAP elections should start um, until those were met and until justice is restored in the country. Otsneva has officially endorsed independent presidential cal- uh, candidate Salome Zurabashvili, as was expected. In the announcement, parliamentary speaker Irakli Kobachidze said that Otsneva has many decent leaders, but that they were not nominating a candidate in the traditional in the tradition of European parliamentary republics and to ensure maximum political pluralism. In explaining why they chose to endorse her, he said that she is a representative of a prominent Georgian family, a descendant of Niko Nikoladze and Ivani Zurabashvili. She has an exceptional, uh, exceptional diplomatic experience. Withdrawal of Russian bases from Georgia is associated to her name. Not really sure why. For several years, she was also ardently opposing Saakashvili's regime uh, in defense of justice. Of course, it was Saakashvili who appointed her foreign minister when she was the ambassador from France to Georgia. Zurabashvili said that uh, the that she was grateful for the endorsement and that she expects to win already. In a later campaign event in Kutaisi, she said that despite the endorsement, she would stay principled and independent if elected. Protesters met outside of the event asking for an explanation of her comments on the 2008 war, which she blamed on the Saakashvili government for letting itself be provoked into action. Yeah, her words were a little different than that, but okay. Candidates' uh, applications for registration for the October presidential elections ended on the 8th with 46 applicants total. Six have already registered with the Central Elections Commission. 20 were nominated by political parties. The remaining 26 independents nominated by initiative groups. Aside from the big party candidates and Otsneba-backed independent Zurabashvili, lots of lesser-known people are running, including former parliamentary secretary of the Georgian Orthodox Church, Georgi Andriadze, the soccer fellow People's Party, Georgi Liluashvili, film director, Georgi Shengalaya, and the voice of the nation, the Lord is our truths, Mikhail Suluashvili. The, inter- <laughs> the Interior Ministry is considering licensing cultivation and production of medical marijuana for export through sales inside of, though sales inside of Georgia will still be Illegal. This comes after the Constitutional Court legalized marijuana consumption in July. The ministry has also drafted legislation that puts the use of mar- marijuana within strict legal frames and restricts the consumption at certain places. There are media reports that Bidzina Ivanishvili supports the export bill. Tbilisi-based TV station Iveria TV went off the air for about three hours on the 10th, which their management claims is due to government attempts to shut down the station. A group of journalists and supporters rallied in Tbilisi, marching from the Iveria headquarters to the government administration building, saying the Times 
when television stations are shut down and seized for their criticism, have to come to an end, and holding signs reading, hands off Iberia. And Iberia tells the truth. Iberia TV is owned by the business conglomerate Omega Group, which is facing, uh, which has faced several problems with the Otsneva government. Omega is owned by Zaza Okruashvili, an alliance of patriots representative on the Adjarn Supreme Council, who maintains that the Ministry of Finance is targeting Omega Group companies, specifically Omega Group Tobacco, which was shut down in order to shutter the critical TV stations. Okroshvili says that a gang disguised as state institutions is abusing its power to harm the independent media. The Ministry of Finance disputes that, saying that OGT owes 51.7 million lati in taxes and has already uh, had enforcement postponed 11 times at the request of the company. Deputy Parliamentary Speaker Tamar Chugashvili also said that Omega is abusing connections to media outlets in order to hide their financial problems. Finance Minister Ivana Machavariani said that the owners of Omega are using their media outlet as an instrument of blackmail, but no one can blackmail the state. This is people's money. Um, he is clearly a mafiosi and a moron, um, although the government is sort of, you know, targeting him in some ways because of the uh, because of the media station. But for many other reasons, because he is truly a moron and a knuckle dragger and like has played a destructive role in Georgia. That's cover that he has at that uh, that, that media station. Okrashvili's wife, Alliance of Patriots. Member of Parliament Nato Chedza says that the authorities offered to make their financial problems go away if they gave up Iberia in an audio recording of the conversation purportedly between Okroshvili and former Minister of Youth and Sports Affairs Levon Kipiani appears to confirm her account. Kipiani has declined to comment and Rustaviori says that he is hiding from their reporters. On the 31st of August, American political consultant Sam Patton pled guilty to failing to register as a foreign lobbyist while working in Washington, D.C. on behalf of a Ukrainian political party. He also admitted to assisting a Ukrainian political politician make a $50,000 donation to Donald Trump in order to get to the inauguration. This is important to the Mueller investigation, which is looking into whether Russia worked with the Trump campaign in, in 2016, huh, as an example of how foreign money might have made its way into the campaign. Um, <laughs> Patton has yet to be sentenced, but the maximum sentence for failing to register is five years in prison. Patton worked in Georgia in 2008, shadow managing, his words, the United National Movement Parliamentary Campaign, um, and then again in 2011 and 12, uh, advising uh, Idakli Alassani as Free Democrats, which later merged into Otsneba. In 2012, before Otsneba election, when Bidzina Ivanishvili was paying Patton $20,000 a month for his lobbying work, while another Bidzina-affiliated company paid him an additional uh, $10,000 a month for work on behalf of Alassania, advising U.S. officials about Georgian issues and arranging meetings between U.S. officials and Alassania. So not declaring his FARA or Foreign Agents Registration Act uh, stuff was the hook to bring him in. But when he worked for IRI many, uh, for many years, including heading its Moscow uh, office during the Rose Revolution period, he handed IRI over to a known GRU spy who was later Paul Manafort's sidekick from the very start of Paul Manafort's efforts in, uh, in Russia and Ukraine and has now been indicted specifically by, uh, by Mueller, which is uh, Kostya uh, Klimnik. And the fact that he handed IRI over to them, I mean, and has been working with, with uh, Klimnik ever since, um, setting up different companies and whatever else, is a, a, a pretty horrible thing. So what they got him for was was Farah and this $50,000 uh, donation. But w what he has done is, is much more serious. Uh, 
After his guilty plea, Patton took to social media. He apparently sent messages to Misha's former chief of staff, uh, former minister of economy, Georgi Arvaladze, saying, call off your trolls now or I'll start releasing things about Misha. He'd prefer I didn't, like now, and have them go back and erase their comments. Uh, and Misha knows that I'm uh, what I'm talking about, but frankly, I have bigger problems these days. Misha promptly went on CNN for a pre-scheduled interview about his relationship with John McCain and read the message aloud, calling it a blatant blackmail attempt. Arvaladze says he doesn't know why Patton sent him those messages, but there's speculation that it was because of a Facebook post by Misha related to the case. The post has since been deleted. Patton has also deleted his Facebook account. His mm. lawyer declined to comment uh, about the uh, the incident. What's going on here is that um, Patton did work with Misha somewhat. I mean, not super closely, but, you know, I'm sure he does have some information about that. And Misha is using Patton in order to try to blame Bidzina for being um, a Russian stooge, but more importantly for Misha to have some reason to be in the media um, and to uh, to be able to further once again, uh, usually on Fox, uh, kiss uh, Donald Trump's butt, and uh, it's kind of revol- revolting to see him do that, because frankly Misha has very little to say about, uh, about Sam Patton. Parliament is considering an amendment abolishing lifetime state security service protection for former presidents, illustrating how incredibly petty this government is related to Mark Velashvili. Um, so they want to pull it for presidents, prime ministers, and parliamentary speakers. Instead, protection would last for one year after the end of terms, extendable if there is sufficient proof that their lives and health are threatened and if they have not committed any crime. President Mark Velashvili's parliamentary secretary said that the bill was intended to reduce and degrade presidential authority and the role of uh, this institution, which of course it's really just, which it would do, but its actual goal is just to insult Marco Lashili. It's also served um, as a threat to incoming presidents that if they have bad relations with the government, they might not be provided with security in the future, which is exactly what's happening. European Georgia Member of Parliament Khatuna Gogorashvili said that the amendment tells officials that their welfare depends on their personal relations with Otsnebo. Otsnebo's first Deputy Speaker, Chamar Tamar Chugoshvili, argued that this ignores the fact that the rule applies to the prime minister and parliamentary speakers as well, though both of those positions are filled by party members and thus would not likely have the issue of negative relations with the party because the party could get rid of them immediately. So Chukosvili's point is, is, is not so good. Colonel Alexandre Kiknadze has been made chief of Eastern Command of the Georgian Land Forces, replacing Brigadier General Shavlego Tabatadze, who is now governor of Imereti. Kiknadze joined the army in 1991 and was most recently Georgia's chief military representative in Afghanistan. Mikhail Batyashvili, the Minister of Education, Science, Culture, and Sport, dismissed a number of officials from the ministry this week, including two of his deputies, head of the National Center for Educational Quality Enhancement, head of the National Assessment and Examination Center, head of the National Center for Teacher Professional Development, and director general of the Shota Rustavelli National Science Foundation. He said the ministry needed new energy, new vision, and new staff policy, and that more changes were coming. Um, I don't know much about the the people in these positions and what they were doing and how well they were doing it. I do know if you were incredibly corrupt and wanted to make money out of the ministry, these are the people that you would replace. So let's take a, a careful eye on what happens within those uh, those entities. Swedish diplomat Karl Hartzell is the new EU ambassador to Georgia. He met with President Mark Velasquez on the 12th to present his credentials. Um, by all accounts, he's a great guy. So... Uh, let's see what he does. On the 10th, um, the 10th Interior Minister Georgi Gakharia visited Ukraine and met with Ukrainian Interior Minister uh, Arsen Akhov. 
Uh, Avakov, uh, they agreed to create a working group to increase coordination between their ministries, especially focus on combating organized crime. They also are creating a working group aimed at increasing cooperation between Azerbaijan, Georgia, Turkey, and Ukraine, which sounds like a revival of um, Guam a little bit. While uh, uh, there, Gakharia said that the Ukrainian cybersecurity department was the best in Europe. That would be Estonia, but the Estonians and Ukrainians work closely. Um, and invited members of the department to come to Georgia to share their experience. Israeli defense minister and fascist war criminal uh, Avidor Leberman uh, visited Georgia on the 12th, where he signed a bilateral defense cooperation declaration with Georgian defense minister Levan Izoria. Lieberman also met with Prime Minister Bakhtadze and later Reef to Tbilisi's Hero Square, honoring dead Georgian soldiers. Yuck. On the 5th, State Minister for Reconciliation and Civic Equality, Kereban Tsikalashvili and Deputy Foreign Minister David Dondua visited Brussels for a meeting of the NATO-Georgia Commission. Lithuanian Foreign Minister Linas Linkevichus visited Georgia on the 11th and 12th to participate in the World in 2018 Upside Down conference hosted by the McCain Institute for International Leadership at Arizona State University and the Economic Policy Research Center. While in Georgia, he met with President Mark Velashvili, Prime Minister Bakhtadze, Foreign Minister David Zalikiani, and Parliamentary Speaker Kobachidze. Estonian uh, President uh, Kersti Kaljulaid uh, was also in Tbilisi for the McCain Institute Conference, met with Bakhtadze and Mark Velashvili. She also visited the uh, Mukhadverdi Brothers Cemetery and laid a wreath in honor of soldiers killed in the 2008 war. Prime Minister Bakhtadze went to Yerevan for his first official visit. On the 10th, he met with Prime Minister uh, Nikol Pashinyan and discussed plans to increase trade between the two countries to one billion U.S. dollars a year. He also met with Armenian President Armin Sarkisian and Parliamentary Speaker Ar Babolyan. Bakhtadze also announced at a press conference this week that he was hoping to address gaps in the free trade agreement between Georgia and Azerbaijan by widening the areas covered by the agreement to cover the service sector. He also mentioned hopes to increase trade between the two countries by 50 or 60% in the next few years. On the 6th, the Syrian government signed a trade and economic cooperation agreement with Abkhazia that allows for tax-free trade. The agreement was signed during Abkhazian uh, President Raul Khajimba's visit to Syria. The Abkhazian side hopes to take advantage of uh, growing trade between Russia and Syria, serving as a transit area, while Syrian, uh, while in Syria, Khajimba met with Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, Prime Minister uh, Iman Khamis, Chairman of the People's Assembly Hamoud Sabah, and Russian Ambassador to Syria Alexander Kinshak. Abkhazian and Syrian officials also signed an agreement to create a joint committee for economic, commercial, scientific, technical, and cultural cooperation. The Abkhazians also visited the Damascus International Damascus International Fair, which featured a booth highlighting Abkhazia's culture and economy. The United States has added Syria to a list of countries banned from receiving U.S. aid following Syria's establishment of diplomatic relations with Abkhazia and South Ossetia. The move is symbolic as the Syrian government does not currently receive any direct aid from the U.S. Uh, similar restrictions have been placed on Nuaro, Venezuela, Nicaragua, uh, and Nicaragua in the last two years. Abkhazian Prime Minister Gennady Gagulia was killed in a car crash on the 8th while driving back to Sukhumi from Syria. He was apparently hit by a 22-year-old driver under the influence of narcotics. Gagulia was made prime minister in April 2018, but had led the cabinet before from 95 to 97 and from 2002 to 2003. 
He was a civil engineer by training. The time, the timing of his death a week after the Russian-backed Ukrainian rebel leader and prime minister of the Donetsk Republic, Alexander Zakarenko, died in a bombing, led to some speculation about the deaths, but the Abkhazian government and most online commentators familiar with Abkhazian roads continue to believe that it was just an accident. A Russian-language school was opened in Akhalgori municipality in South Ossetia on the 5th of September. The school is funded by the Russian government. The Russian ambassador to South Ossetia, Marat Khulakmetov, who was present at the opening uh, ceremony. Georgian Reconciliation Minister Tsikalashvili committed, uh, commented about the impact of the school in, in the predominantly ethnic Georgian municipality, saying that they are depriving local kids of the right to receive education in their native language. There is also no Ossetian school, which is very symptomatic. Um, there, what this policy entails should also be clear for the Ossetians. This is in the interest of neither Georgians nor Ossetians. There are currently six Georgian language schools in Akhalgori, but the language of instruction for the lower grades is changing to Russian, was changed to Russian last year following a pattern seen in Abkhazia's uh, Georgian Gali district. Um, this is a part of uh, slow motion ethnic cleansing. Um, as we all know, a couple of generations of schools and nobody will speak Georgian and it will influence their identity. And there you go. A group called Guardians of Georgia has begun illegally patrolling the touristy areas of Tbilisi, like Agmashenabeli and Les Elize streets, asking tourists for uh, their passports. They wear army pants and black t-shirts and say that they are searching for foreigners staying illegally in Georgia to report to immigration. If asked by these people for identification, uh, the government advises that you call the real police. A movement has started online for foreigners to carry uh, infants pacifiers, or dummies, as they are called in the UK. And when asked for a passport um, by these weirdos, to have uh, one person step back in video uh, on a phone and the other person hand them a pacifier, hilarity is sure to ensue. The National Statistics Office in Georgia Geostat has released pr uh, preliminary data on foreign direct investment in the first and second quarters of 2018. FDI for uh, January through June 2018 amounts to 676 million U.S. dollars, a 9.8 decrease from the same period in 2017. Energy receives the most investment, followed by transport and communications, finance, real estate, and construction. Azerbaijan is the largest investor, followed by the Czech Republic and the Netherlands, due, of course, to the number of shell companies registered in those countries, as well as the UK, also a big shell company haven, and the United States. I'm guessing the state of Delaware. No, just kidding. Turkey was uh, one of the was George was one of Georgia's largest investors in 2017, but in the second quarter of 2018, they invested less than a third of what they did in the same period, 2017, which is likely related to the currency and debt crisis, which has led the Turkish lira to dramatically lose value this year. Georgia made fourth on the list that used World Bank data to determine the best countries in the world to start a business for its progress in reducing bureaucracy and simplifying taxes. The meme this week is a man who decided to climb the Ali and Nina statue in Batumi and had to be removed by police. He's a meme all by himself, but some Facebook users have put him in new situations, such as on an ad for the new Assassin's Creed 4 Black Sea video game. Human Rights Watch released their world report in 2017. They wrote that Georgia's constitutional reforms completed the transition to a full parliamentary system without a broad political consensus supporting it, that lack of accountability persists for abuses committed by law enforcement, and Georgia maintained punitive criminal drug policies for drug users. Other areas of concern list, listed include privacy rights, labor rights, media freedom, and LGBT 
uh, rights events uh, of concern to Human Rights Watch include the Akhan Mukhtarli kidnapping, the Birja Mafia drug arrests, and the homophobic assault case in Batumi in May, among others. Link is, uh, is on our site as for the other things. OC Media's Datu Parulava wrote an opinion piece saying that Kashia doesn't need support, queer people do, referring to the controversial Guram Kashia of the national soccer team who wore a rainbow armband once a year. Uh, Parulava notes that much of the support for Kashia has come without any mention of queer people, and all of Kashia's statements have been generally pro-equality uh, statements, never using words like queer or LGBT or gay or anything else. He calls for some of that energy to be directed um, away from the successful, popular, and heterosexual Kashia and towards open support for LGBT people, using Kashia as a positive example. Um, that's true, and Kashia is a great guy for doing what he's doing, um, but uh, let's not remember uh, where it all comes from. Let's not forget where it all comes from. Chai Khanna wrote a really, really cool article about Georgia's Yassidi population. There are about 12,000 Yassidis in Georgia, though the population is shrinking as people move to Turkey and Russia for work, and as younger Yassidis convert to orthodoxy to blend into Georgian society. Unlike some other minority regions in Georgia, the Yassidi priest in Tbilisi says that they have had no problems with other religious groups and invite Christians and Muslims uh, to holidays and vice versa. They do have some trouble preserving elements of their identity in Georgia, um, such as their language. The Yassidis are an incredibly interesting uh, group in, uh, in Georgia. And anybody that lives in Georgia, I'd encourage you to go uh, meet some and hang, uh, and hang out with them, find out about their culture and religion. All this stuff to read is posted on our forum. This week's dive bar number is eight. The number of different breeds of peacock According to Zina Ivanishvili, who purports to own at least one of each, or at least he did in 2012, note the cool Yassidi connection, because lots of people mistakenly believe that Yassidis worship peacocks. On the 15th, uh, from 1 to 3 p.m., Let's Do It Georgia is hosting an event titled Georgia Cleanup Day, uh, meeting at Avlabadi to clean up uh, Lilo. Also, for World Cleanup Day, CENN, SEN, and two Tbilisi schools have organized a cleanup of Kurtzanisi Forest beginning at 12 p.m. Additionally, the Greens Movement of Georgia will be biking from Republic Square at Tbilisi C to do a cleanup there, but we're not sure exactly the time. British Georgian singer Keddie Mellowell will perform for free at Tbilisi's Europe Square at 9 p.m. on the 16th. Local indie band Bedford Falls is playing Backstage 76 on the 16th as well at 7.30 p.m. The Tbilisi International Festival, Festival uh, of Theater presents the play Tiger and Lion on the 14th, 15th, 16th at 8 p.m. at Marginashvili Theater. The play is written and directed by Georgians but performed by the German Staatstheater. Carl's Ruhe apart uh, and addresses the impact of Stalin's Great Purge on Georgian artists and intellectuals. The Tbilisi Photo Festival runs from the 13th through the 20th. The opening work will be at Stamba on the 13th at 7 p.m. with a multimedia installation featuring work by numerous photographers addressing the 2008 war. Fabrica will host the exhibition The Phenomena of Lithuanian Photography, 2000, sorry, 1918 to 2018, featuring a photo screening and installation of 100 Lithuanian photography books opening on the 15th at 6 p.m. Also on the 15th at 8 p.m., Bethlehemi Street will host Night of Photography featuring eight photo screenings, screens around the neighborhood and will work uh, with the work of over 300 photographers. On the 16th, Project Artbeat Gallery presents the exhibition Elementary uh, Particles Epigraphs from Georgian Photography at 6 p.m. Finally, on the 20th, the festival will close at Stamba with the exhibits Broken Sea and Salty Taste of the Black Sea beginning at 6.30 p.m. 
folk group Anchis Chati will perform at Batumi's Zakaria Paliashvili's Music School on the 16th at 7 p.m. The Partnership for Biodiversity and Research in the Caucasus is hosting a workshop on how biodiversity can co- contribute to your well-being at Kutaisi University uh, on the 19th, beginning at 10.30. The event will feature biodiversity researchers from Slovakia, Hungary, the Czech Republic, Poland, Azerbaijan, and Georgia discussing how scientists can help citizens and vice versa. That's it for this week. My Twitter address is at TXTBUK. That's Tango X-Ray Tango Bravo Uniform Kilo. Our email is tapeelpod at gmail.com or post the form on our website, www.tapeelpod.com. Although, of course, you can follow us on iTunes or uh, or Google Podcasts if you want. And we'll finish with, from Rome, Ennio Morcone, 1966. From The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, this is The Ecstasy of Gold. Thank you.